0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, one and all. Here I am at Iswan. one. It's The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, which is uh, depetro.com I want to welcome in everybody tuning in. Part of our live stream that we do on uh, Facebook Live, which those that were watching could see uh, we had quite a late late night last night. We were on scene, yet another murder in Providence. I'm going to talk about that a little bit. We had Mayor Alorza. Juan even was invited in and did a little dancing, just a little bit. But then I had to go uh, go back to the street. We had interviewed a number of different people in the area. And I'll tell you, folks, the uh, the Facebook Live stream... Which as you can see at John DePetro show. It is it was really just incredible. And also, Facebook, uh, they're so complimentary. They have started um feeding out that um the number of states. Now they do the <coughs> excuse me, not a COVID cough. Um the top ten states that watch you, because we've had nights where we've had uh 20, 25, depending on the number of states watching. Last night the top states watching, uh one after dark. Uh, Where We were on the street, literally on the street, on Public Street, and then uh, where the murder was, was in all the full coverage around that, including the press briefing with Mayor Alorza. Top state was Rhode Island. Second state was Massachusetts. And then Florida, Connecticut, uh, Georgia, California, New York, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and then Texas, rounding out the top ten. And then you get a second feed that shows, then you also had people in New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont, which would make uh, sense, uh, New England, New Jersey. Uh, let's see, Delaware, South Carolina, and then Alabama, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Arizona, and then also Nevada. So it breaks out. It's really um, incredible. And also I want to thank the great Jeff Gamach folks for the the amount of replay that we've been doing, folks, every everything's fully transparent with Juan. We have all the radio shows right there. No one has to go to court, try to get an order to listen to any part of the show. We don't hide anything, uh, not like Pork Boy. Nope, anything is listed right there at the website, petrocom I want to thank the great Jeff Gamach. And again, we uh, that just continues to uh, flame up. And then, uh, the people that run that particular thing have been very, very complimentary and, um, and want us to pursue something in a more monetary way. But we like to try to limit the commercials, um, when we can, when we can. Uh, it's obviously part of the business. Uh, but they, they also, folks, uh, but last night, I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, last night, this portion of the program on this. You know, I remember when President Trump was president, the sun used to come out. That's all I'm going to say. When President Trump was in office, we had sunny sun uh, summers. When President Trump was in office, I remember July where we had no rain at all. So seems like a long time ago. But this portion of the program, at the very least, listen, we're getting everything is going to be very green all summer. A lot of times people, when you get into late July, August, the lawn starts to burn out. I don't think you're going to have it this year. And it's you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. We're so honored to have them. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Where they have homegrown, farm-fresh produce they carry every day. And it's just fantastic. Uh, like uh, yellow zucchini, squash, green peppers. And they have tremendous cucumbers. They're all right there, folks, waiting for you. What a great job they do. And um, and they're just terrific. And I'm so glad. They're having a very, very big season. Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR, Landscape, Materials, and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. And I am not surprised because, number one, the service is tremendous. People like to shop local. You do. It's certainly worth the trip. And on top of that, their quality it, it lasts. I mean, I hear from so many of you that say that maybe you went to a big box store and whatever you purchased was dead by the time you got home. Not with PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. I received an email from uh, some listeners where they went to – I don't remember if it was like Home Depot or, or it could have been Lowe's. Maybe it was Lowe's. They said uh, – the man said he and his wife were in there for a half hour trying to find someone to wait on them, and they could not. And they said that's it. That's it. They drove to PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center and Junior loaded exactly what they bought. They were like right on it. Folks, homegrown hanging pots still available, annual flats. But the vegetables and the herbs are great. Trees and shrubs are fantastic. Landscape materials, green loom, mulch, dark pine, black and hemlock, crushed stone. It's everything you need. Look for them on Facebook. They do a good job with their Facebook page. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center on Facebook. And right now, what a selection they have! Homegrown, farm fresh, uh, yellow zucchini. They have uh, zucchini, yellow squash, green peppers, and cucumbers. They do a um, just a tremendous job. I'll tell you, Debbie is so talented, and she, uh, folks, and again, they, listen. I'm not surprised though. Because they work uh, very, very hard. their green peppers are just uh, terrific. Look how fresh that is. I'm holding it up for anyone that is watching on uh, the live stream. Look at that. those are beautiful, not a mark. They have um, great look at those cucumbers. How fresh cucumbers are very are really good for you by the way. And then also um, wow, look at the zucchini squash. Just terrific. Folks, stop it and see them. You know, and take the ride. And today's a good day to go. It's not like you're heading down to the beach. It's going to be cloudy all day. Uh, PR Land, but dry. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. You know, the forecast is not that promising. Hey, the good news is the good news with the weather is um, is that nobody's burning. Not, not much we know. I mean, I feel bad for the beaches. I feel bad for those on vacation, but. Um, Skin cancer rates are going to be way, way down. All right. Now, uh, a lot of people are buzzing about the website. I understand why. And if you visit the website, you'll see exactly why, as a matter of fact. Um, (coughs) Excuse me, not a COVID cough. Um, The website, Petro.com, which um, the traffic has just been phenomenal. Uh, But we have the uh, live video last night, 20-year-old now, also, I'm exclusively reporting. It was a 20 year old Hispanic male, and I am hearing from people in the neighborhood that it was gang activity. That's what I'm held. So you can see that story. Then you also have the story of the East Greenwich officials this guy that says cops are the enemy. He's on the plate. How do you have someone? I don't know this guy. He's from Buffalo. He moves to Rhode Island. He gets onto a planning board. His whole move is let's get more low-income housing because then those people will vote the way progressives vote. And how do you sit and get appointed to a planning board and you're posing for pictures that say that the police are the enemies in blue? And then he has the Antifa calling card, which is ACAB. All cops are bad or other word. So you can see it right there. I don't know this guy. I don't know who else agreed to do that. I'd like to think... Folks, and this is something, by the way, um, pay attention to your local planning boards because the push for low-income housing, is it's really tied around the vote. When they talk about we need more low-income housing, what they're saying is- We need more Democrats and progressives moving into whatever town wherever you're listening to the show right now. If you're listening on the radio at AM 1380 and you're in Lincoln or you're living in Cumberland or Smithfield, anywhere you can hear my voice on 99.9 FM or AM 1380, when you hear this talk about we need more low-income housing, what they're in certain communities, in certain communities, what they're really saying is they want to flip the vote they want to get progressives in they want to get black lives matter in and all i'm saying is and i understand listen everyone enjoys freedom of speech everyone enjoys the first amendment no one enjoys that more than i do but as a matter of fact however do you really want someone on your town planning board who feels police are the enemy who feel that police are quote first responders are enemies in blue how do you think they're making decisions? So let's just say you're planning some low-income housing on a planning board, and many times, depending on the community, it can be tough for first responders to get housing in that community. For instance, I know in um, just as an example, on Block Island, very very difficult for what they pay the police chief and then what it costs to live in the town. And it happens with a lot of towns like that. So, but what? So what do you think they're doing? In response to a big part of planning with any community is obviously schools. That's number one. Number two, another part of that is public safety. Will you have enough police? Now, if you believe in defunding the police and police are, quote, enemies in blue, is that really someone you want planning on the planning board in your community? I totally get That people have a right to their First Amendment right and their beliefs are their beliefs and blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, do you really want a renter from Buffalo who lives on Post Road making decisions on the direction of your town? That's all I'm saying. You can read the story right there. And then obviously we have the information from last night. Now, Mayor Alorza appeared at the scene last night uh, late. I want to credit folks what a weekend for the Providence police as I was playing last week and excuse me last hour and I am trying to um, find out in Pawtucket a part of that story that the media um, is not playing up is the tremendous photo that was posted after the amber alert and all of you know Providence police getting beat up and, and, and as many of you know, folks, right now, good afternoon at 1217. I, I think the narrative of, and, and there's new body cam video, by the way, also on the website, thepetro.com. We're the only ones that have those videos up. The headline is new Providence Police body cam video. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, I think the, the Providence Police got a raw deal. I also think that. A lot of the media were very unfair to the Providence police in that whole melee. Those people don't follow instructions. They don't listen. They have no respect for police. They have no respect for anything. They obviously, they have no respect for the neighborhood. They have no respect for their family members. If you look into the individuals in that home that the local media was trying to boost up as like, here's a peaceful family and blah, 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 and everything else, there's countless domestic abuse, fighting, they're terrorizing the people next door. That is disgraceful. And and Mayor Lorza does not back his police department. The mayor of Providence does not back his police department. And last night, now listen, I try to keep everything in context. If you saw last night, I was there, it was Major David LePayton who was excellent. Providence Police has a tremendous force. Providence Police they are the best police force in Rhode Island. Now, someone, I've said that before, and people say, what about the state police? I am telling you right now, my opinion, Providence police, best police in the state. Cranston's strong, don't get me wrong, you know, Cranston is. Warwick has good, good police force. Listen, Pawtucket's being challenged these days. And the state police, they have some good troopers. I'm not, but I'm just saying, day in, day out, Providence, they deal with it. They're professional, they're calm. That handling the Amber Alert, you know, they should have been praised on that. But Mayor Lorza last night, what I was trying to say was, I try to keep everything in context. Because I wanted to say, as he was saying, you know, we, I'll play exactly what he said, but we need to get the guns off the street and da-da-da. Listen, you're the mayor of the city, the leader of the rise of the Moors, moops, moors, moops. Rise of the Moors, he lives in Providence. He doesn't have handguns. The shootings in Providence are gang-related with handguns. And the rise of the Moors, the leader lives in Providence. They have, they have long guns. They got arrested with AR-15s, with AKs, with shotguns. So Mayor Lorza was also saying, for some reason... The, uh, they're just more deadly, and I'm going to explain why. I mean, how he doesn't know why. I'm going to tell you why. People are wondering why. Why are the shootings more deadly? Let me play. This was um, a short snippet. This was I was there last night. Mayor Lorza addressing the scene. Trend
1: right now, you know, you know, we're just seeing that with shootings that we have, they're a lot more deadly than they used to be. So just looking at numbers from. Like five six years ago, the same number of shootings at the same time this year, only one person dead.
0: Now I'm going to answer the question. You know that's a that's that's an interesting observation by Mayor Jorge Elorza. That's an interesting observation. Now I'm going to tell you why, and it's original. No one else has said this. Think I let me play it again because what he's 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 actually either he doesn't know. Or he's being disingenuous. But I'm going to tell you the answer for that.
1: This is part of a larger trend right now. You You know, we're just seeing that with shootings that we have, they're a lot more deadly than they used to be. So just looking at numbers from, well, like five, six years ago, the same number of shootings at the same time this year, only one person dead.
0: And he doesn't know why. And I haven't heard anyone in the media say why. I'm going to tell you why. Juan's going to tell you why. Juan's going to tell you why in just a moment. Because I also, folks, with all this rain, now, just this morning, and I want to thank Keith. I received an email from Keith that said, Juan, who is your power wash guy? With all this mildew and algae and all the rain that we've had. You need, I'll tell you exactly, I'm going to call him. I'm calling him today, Jamie's Power Wash. Because even now I'm getting the green stuff. 401-837-4545. 401-837-4545. Look for him on Facebook, Jamie's Power Wash. And also, you've heard me talk about him. He does handyman service. He does deck staining. The website is jamiespowerwash.com. It's Jamie Freitas. Call him today, 401 401- 837-4545. 401-837-4545. He also does handyman services. He does painting, professional power washing, deck staining. I need him. Jamie, if you're listening, I'm calling you later today because I can't believe how much algae and moss is growing. But I'm going to answer again and tell you folks. And again, good afternoon. Remember, visit the website, to petro.com. We have all these stories. We have unique video. We have things no one else has. We have the new body cam video no one else has. Um... Someone, by the way, I receive. I receive all kinds of emails and complaints. One person, you know, you. Know, I went on your website and it looks. What is this? You know, you look. They. They. I hate the term. They say you look like a bootlicker. That means a bootlicker. Like yo, your, your. What is? Why is your site pro police? I said because I am pro police. You don't like it? Get off the website. You think I care? Beat it. Scram. Go with some of those other people that were kissing up to Taffy and Daffy and all her friends. Uh, on Sale street no way Juan's world is black and white police are good police bring the peace those of you that heard Juan after dark on Friday night when we had brother Gary on see the rise of the moors they have a second amendment right you know what does that even mean those guys they, 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 they claim they're not even citizens they have no idea what they're talking about good I'm glad they're in jail Hopefully, I hope they enjoy being in jail, because they're going to be in jail for a while. But check out the website, petro.com, which is brought to you by Cuisin, 226 Cuisin Avenue, West Warwick. Stop in. Uh, they have tremendous, great menu, huge bar, the Cuisin. I'm going to answer the question right now. Mayor Loza. again, Mayor Aloysio, last night, they seem to be more deadly I'm going to answer this question one more time.
1: Part of a larger trend right now, you know, Uh you know, we're just seeing that with shootings that we have, they're a lot more deadly than they used to be. So just looking at numbers from like five, six years ago, the same number of shootings at the same time this year, only one person dead.
0: Now, the answer is it was just a couple years ago now. I also brought this out. It is on the website, toPetro.com. See, the Providence City Council and Mayor Lorza went along with it. They basically um, disabled, for lack of a better word, but the Providence Gang Database. I brought this to light after the gang shootout on Carolina in Washington Park back in May. So the Providence City Council, who are a bunch of progressive nitwit, incompetent buffoons, I'm going to say it in plain English, they are. They don't live in reality. They're anti-police, they're anti-American. Providence shouldn't even have, why do you even need 15 blanking people in the different city? Their city council should be five people, tops. But anyhow, so you have all these progressives, and they disabled the gang database, they make it harder for police to do their job. So, Mayor Alors is saying they seem more deadly. Well, they are deadly because these are gang shootings. Gang shootings, the good news for the citizen is that these are not random. They're targeted. So if if Juan and Felipe and Taffy and we're going to, you know, we're gonna take revenge on or we see a gang, remember during COVID, A lot of people were like underground, and now all of a sudden they're popping out. Sometimes these feuds start behind bars, whatever it is. But we go, we're going to make sure that we take them out. So that's why I believe last night that was targeted. My sources tell me it's gang-related. Someone put stop Asian hate. No, I mean, it's my my information from people in that neighborhood is that the 20-year-old male that was shot, he's Hispanic. Now, we don't, I don't know who did it. What this also tells us, by the way, is there will most likely be retaliation. That's why then you have shooting, shooting. Now, someone told me, unconfirmed, Juan has his sources on the street, that last night was retaliation for the shooting from Monday night over near the Dexter Street Playground. I don't know if that is, if that is true. Dexter Street Playground, which is over in the West End? That's really Antifa headquarters near the Cranston Street Armory, where they, they I mean, and that was brutal. They not only shot him, they ran him over with their car to make sure that they he really went after him. He was, I, I heard that guy was, as you can imagine, very much in pain, as you would be when he was um, rushed to the hospital. But but that's the problem. The problem with when you have gang warfare is it's not just an, a one off. It's one hits, then they hit back. And then they hit back and it just keeps going on. One of the worst decisions made by Mayor Elorza and by the Providence City Council was the disabling of the Providence police Mm -hmm. gang database. That is wildly important to have. If you can, and you know folks, policing in Providence, in any major city really, you need undercover people. Do you know in New York City, a lot of people don't know this. Right now, it's 1228. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. A lot of people don't know this. Do you remember Hill Street Blues or just pick any cop show and you have all the, um, you have, um, for instance, I just say Hill Street Blues because they had the guys that they go undercover, right? plain clothes and they're infiltrating in the street. Do you know in New York City, that idiot mayor? And, and how lost they were last year, they banned, you can't be off-duty clothes, undercover on the street. They actually did that, listening to these morons, like Black Lives Matter and these other idiots that continue this thing of it's systematic racism, it's police abuse, the police are the enemy, blah, blah, blah. That is good policing, See, the more that you can infiltrate the gangs, the the, the less violence you're going to have. Listen, to what I'm going to tell you, and this is wildly important. And folks, this isn't. This is. I received this from talks with Bill Bratton and Ray Kelly and some top law enforcement people. Black Lives Matter. A lot of the activists, some of the idiot media members. That Providence police officer was threatening people with pepper spray. Like what? Get a hold of yourself. That, that that's the least of the problems on that street you don't see they talk about that's racial profile you don't treat every house on the street the same way what do i mean by that i'm talking about you have one house that police have been called 42 times let me ask you just a quick would you treat them the same as a house down the street with an elderly couple where they don't have any problems they don't bother anybody they're quiet now, Black Lives Matter, defund the police, Antifa, the progressives, they say, you have to treat everybody the same. That is is—that is moronic, okay? You don't actually. Many times you get someone who has just been let out of jail. They can go one of two ways. They either get back in the game or maybe they do go on the straight and narrow. My point is, with that gang database, with that gang database, It allows police to focus on certain individuals that are more inclined to commit crime, period. That's really what it comes down to. You don't treat everybody the same, and it's not a matter of color. It's a matter of propensity for either violence or commit crime. When you have 100 streets in a neighborhood, it's only a couple of them where there might be a problem. Not everybody. Think of the street you live on or the street you grew up on or sometimes you've lived somewhere. Sometimes there's one or two houses that are always the problems. I've said growing up in Edgewood, there was, well, there were a couple houses. But most of the time, there was one house. And when they moved, boom, peace and quiet. All their problems went with them. There was another house sometimes down the street. Police would be called. If you saw a police car, you kind of knew where it was going to be. When they left, all the problems left with them. That's good policing. Now, Black Lives Matter and the progressives on the city council like Kat Kerwin and some of these other nitwits, they say, oh, no, everybody's going to be. Tra- Why would you treat everybody the same? Everybody's not the same. So and then you can go into different ways. So Mayor Lorz, what he doesn't realize is how detrimental it was when they disabled the gang database. The violent murders that you have now, it's because they're targeted. They know who they're looking for. And the police have a tougher time because you just took away their database. Many times, believe it or not, it's very rare during an armed robbery. Many, It's rare that they end up shooting someone in an armed robbery. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's not the norm. Many times the gun is not loaded. Many times the person that is pulling the robbery is either drunk or they're high on drugs and they're so nervous. Most of the time they want to get the money, get the hell out of there, and then just go get their drugs. That's really why they rob. They normally don't unless they panic and then they will fire. But so when Mayor Lorza says for some reason, that's because it's targeted. It's targeted. They know who they're looking for. And there are more high caliber um You know, you can have a handgun that has, you know, 12, 12 in the chamber, 10 in the chamber, 14 in the chamber. So you get off more shots. This is not, you know, somebody's got a 22 from years ago with just, you know, six in the chamber. And most of the time, you know, they're missing four times. So this is the, the more shots they can get off the better shot they have of hitting the intended target. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Remember, they provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and general masonry projects. Call J. Perry Paving today for a free quote. They are terrific. And remember, it's letter J, Jerry Perry Perry, Perry J. Perry Paving Toy Boat. Why not get your driveway paved? I bet you could use your driveway paved. Call them 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Free quote residential asphalt driveway j letter j they're also on facebook j perry paving licensed and insured contracting company they'll meet their needs no matter how big or small whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked uh, driveway j perry paving and just to give you an idea look how uh, beautiful i'm holding up on facebook live look how beautiful that the black top is in that driveway it just adds a whole different feel to the to the home there's another driveway that they have. That's a nice by the way. I'm gonna be out with him very, um, very, very soon to show you. Now, call for a free quote, 401-732-1730. And remember, if you're a veteran or you know of a veteran, contact J. Perry Paving today, 401-732-1730. No one has a better package. So at the state house today, they had, you know, big gathering. I posted the photo on on twitter actually of uh you know they're all there gun safety ghost guns and everything else i it, i don't think that's that's going to matter this business of get guns off the street the guns are not getting good off the street all this gun legislation that they're trying to pass that's why those watching on facebook live you can see the den of thieves the rhode island state house behind me all of that talk um about that it's the legal gun owners are not committing the crimes the legal gun owners are not committing the crimes it's done by gangs and criminals that's who's committing the crimes and it's not always kids either but so you need more police on the street um and when they do get someone they need to lock them up The laws should be tougher. What is the point of signing all this stuff? You had that murder in Newport, Memorial Day weekend, where that guy, he stabbed that poor kid from Little Compton. Stabbed him actually in the neck and killed him with a steak knife, I think, from the kitchen. He was out on bail on two gun charges. He was out on bail on two gun charges, 18 years old or 19, whatever. Why was he out? Police, police did their job. They caught him two times with guns, two gun charges. So he doesn't have a gun on him. So what does he do? He uses a knife and killed somebody for no reason at 3.30 in the morning, Memorial Day weekend in Newport. Terrible. Police did their job. But why was he out on bail? You're always hearing about expunge, let him out, blah, blah, blah. How about Black Lives Matter and some of the progressives? Open the prisons, free the prisons. Mayor Alorza has failed on crime. I repeat, Mayor Alorza has failed on crime. The good news is next year is mayoral race in the city of Providence. I believe, I believe, one, that that race will be decided based on crime. I think crime will be the number one issue. Uh, I feel bad for what has happened in Providence. I feel very bad, especially there are certain restaurants that I like. I love the old canteen on Federal Hill. I love Angelo's on Federal Hill. Um, a lot of people love Camille's on Federal Hill. Siena on Federal Hill has closed. They're not reopening. Federal Hill used to be you have people down in Venda. Federal Hill used to be people would park. They would stroll the hill decide where they want to eat, have dinner at this place, go over here for some dessert, and then go over here and have an after-dinner drink. A very nice night on Federal Hill. People are not doing that anymore. Mayor Alorza has destroyed Federal Hill. And to me, it started with the riot last summer, and then more importantly, last summer. Who was it that was saying the protesters should not be allowed on Federal Hill? That was Juan. Juan. Who documented the protesters on Federal Hill. That was me. They had no business being up there. They shouldn't have been up there. You know what happened to people that went? They said never again. You know what happened to some of the people that brought elderly people to have dinner on Federal Hill? And then you had Antifa and Black Lives Matter spitting in their food. Threatening that veteran that just simply got up to go to the bathroom. Chasing that family away. You know what those people said? Never again. And they don't. That's why restaurants outside of the city are booming. I was with someone on Friday night that said Providence is over. Providence is over. It's over under this mayor. Under this mayor. Mayor Alorsa last night never praised the officer involved with the Amber Alert. And they allow others to dictate the narrative about the Providence police, which is totally wrong. Absolutely, totally wrong. All right. I'm seeing. Uh, let's see. Father reported the incident immediately. Investigative states taken by patrol then led to the. OK. All right. I thought it said two and a half hours later. OK. Thank you. Great job. All right. I don't want to. I was trying to. Oh, All right. Um, I will do that Alright little communication with police Defund the police uh, See that's their goal Folks anyone that says defund the police You have to fight Anyone that says defund the police Is the enemy Because look at what they're talking about doing They want to defund the police And they want to sign in More gun control measures Now I also want to touch on And I talked about this at the end of last week but well, we found out, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's 1240. It's John DePetro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, petro.com Couple of reminders. Any towing you need, call State Towing Service today. Auto Sales and Repair. My friend Michael, right there, 380 Valley Street. 24-hour towing. Call them at 3310925 925 401 331 State towing service, auto sales and repair. And also a reminder, if your appliance is dying, you know the answer. Just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Whether it is a washer, dryer, stove, refrigerator, oven, Ryan is fixed I'm not even sure how many appliances in my home. But uh especially sometimes he can fix it like that. And during COVID a lot of people let some of their appliances go broken. Ryan told me that many times he has he goes into a home and he'll fix like three or four appliances that broke that are broken. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor. It's in um He also offers a senior citizens discount. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Ryan is terrific. 401-710-7096. Folks, remember, if, if I ever mention one of our services and you can't remember, just send me an email. I was so glad Keith sent me. I get this all the time, by the way. Juan, can you remind me? I am so glad. Thank you to Keith. Who's the Power Wash guy? I said, Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. Someone also uh, late last week sent me an email that her son was in an accident. They need to get it fixed. She said, Juan, who is it that you recommend? I said, West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. But I just want to touch on this Providence police officer <clears throat> that put in his retirement. Sergeant Gregory uh, Paola of Providence. He was the one. What was his big crime? You know, that's where last night was not appropriate. Last night was not the appropriate time for uh, that. I was going to kind of get into it. But the whole business of Mayor Alorsa. And by the way, I I also want to. A lot of this falls also with the local media, and especially it was the activist media. Sales Street, that melee on Sales Street in Providence with the pepper spray and the family and the whole thing. That was on a Tuesday night. On Thursday, uh, the family had a press conference. Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday night, the activist media, because that's what they are. The activist media, they were in overdrive. And they were perpetuating the lie told by black lives matter and others <clears throat> and others that 20 children were beaten by police police were purposely pepper spraying infants lie lie by the time providence police had the press briefing on friday and released some of the body cam footage it's the expression of uh, a lie travels halfway around the world while the truth is still trying to get its pants on and that was an example of it. Folks, it's not your imagination. And it shouldn't be. You have activist media. And a lot of them are independents. But they work. And their whole goal is to try to hurt police. <clears throat> Here's, um, Clemen- Here's some of the headlines. Clemency tour comes to Rhode Island. March on women's prison in Cranston. Um, but some of the... um. Headlines, you know, response to Sales Street. Activists rally, defund the police. Black Lives Matter. Call Sales Street incident, one of the worst assaults in Rhode Island history. And then they had all the lies that took place with that press conference with those people. But here's what I want to get to is the point I'm trying to get at is I don't know at the right time. I'd like to try to find out who made the decision. But that, there's a Providence police sergeant, 25 years on the force, Sergeant Gregory Paola. <clears throat> and body cam footage, when, when, let me just go through the timeline again. The incident happened with the melee with um, Taffy and the lady in the Tom and Jerry shirt. That happened on a Tuesday night. On Thursday, they had this press conference. They were just perpetuating those people in action that Tuesday night. Black Lives Matter, they were Tuesday night putting out information, 20 children beaten, police were pepper spraying, um, infants, all lies, all lies. They never mentioned, when they were putting out all the information, they never mentioned anything about language, about gender, nothing about that. So, Those people have a full press briefing and the whole thing. 20 children beaten by Providence Police, all lies. They take some snippets from some of the people that were right there. Here are some of the other things that Black Lives Matter at Island pack they also put out. Police began to beat and mace children without warning. Lie, total lie, all lies, as a matter of fact. Um, They were saying that. There was also um let's see nine-year-old child lost consciousness lie five-year-old was medical attention after the attack another lie uh they were putting police are killing our children another lie i mean it's just one lie after another but my point is the fact that and i don't know who made the decision but they released body cam footage Of some police officers who were standing away from the fray. And they were just kind of, well, did you see that? He came up behind you and da-da-da. So the family, the people involved in the melee, they couldn't hear any of it. It it was, I'm going to say it's the equivalent of, let's just say the Patriots, the defense is on the bench. Offense is on the field, defense on the bench. And he's saying, did you see when he came up and I knocked him and blah, blah, blah. Well, the NFL doesn't allow live mics on the benches of NFL teams. You know why? Because if you've ever been up close the way I have, either on the field or sometimes when when, uh, the Patriots used to practice at Bryant College with Bill Parcells, people have never heard that type of language in their life. Um, My point is, if you ever heard some of the things said, like on the sideline of a football game or say a hockey bench or even a basketball game or a baseball dugout there's a reason why the leagues don't have live mics there because the players are relaxed and they're the fans can't hear them but they're saying all kind and they're saying you know you have a a, a football coach right he's saying to the defense so you gotta get in there what's the matter you were fretting now they're using pretty graphic language many times now People in the stands can't hear them. People watching on TV can't. But my problem with the body cam footage with this police officer in Providence, Gregory Paola, where then he basically was put on administrative leave, was that was basically just a hot mic. He didn't do anything wrong. He was just talking privately with other members of the Providence police. And that's what you give that guy a hard time on. That's why you put him on administrative leave. That was a hot mic. How many times, you know, no one talks about this. No one talks. I'll, I'll tell you, the local media certainly doesn't want to talk about this. And I'm cognizant of the fact that he has now passed away. But there was an episode, Bill Rapley of NBC10. There was a period of time that he was, now Bill Rapley, again, unfortunately passed away. He, his last gig was Rhode Island PBS. But he was host at 10 News Conference. And his guest was Wendy Schiller. They're going to tape a segment. So what he doesn't know is they're already rolling and he's talking with Professor Wendy Schiller of Brown University. And so they're just doing small talk, (coughs) waiting for, oh, okay, we're going. So, but whoever taped the episode of Now Deceased, rest in peace, Bill Rapley, just posted the audio on the website. And then when people saw it, Bill Rapley with Wendy Schiller was discussing elected representatives that he thought were gay, <laughs> including Mayor Angel Tavares at the time. And then he started to go through, this is like they're waiting for like, okay, you're going to run three, two, one, go. And he's like, oh yeah, at the House there's a whole crew of them, they call it the Velvet Mafia. And oh yeah, this one's gay and that one's gay. Now- Where was the blowback on that? Channel 10, was there any protest on that? What if that happened today? Rapley was caught on a hot mic. He didn't know. He thought they weren't filming yet. I don't think he was suspended. I don't think. They never said if he was suspended or anything like that. Of course, the local media won't mention anything like that. They would never dare bring that up. Not one of their own. Um, But my point is, that officer in Providence, the body cam footage to me should be, There's a shooting, right? And person one, the assailant says, I was standing there, I put my hands up, and then the cop shot me. Let's get the body cam footage, and the police officer saying, drop the gun, drop the gun. Instead, it shows he turns to shoot at the police, and then the police officer shoots it. That's what I think it should be used for. Not, let's capture what's being said over here. Now. Apparently, unfortunately, lesson learned. Now, police have to realize at all times there that they you know they could get in trouble for if just loose talk. The other thing is, if you don't have the body camera, I think it's like a two day suspension. And if they're gonna do this, I think if I'm a police officer, I may say, you know what? I, i'll I'll take the two day suspension. This body cam footage and body cams they want to put on all police, I think it helps the police. I think it backs up the police. I'm a supporter of it, but this was so unfair. Because Tuesday night, Wednesday, Thursday, you never heard a word from activist media or those people on Sales Street in Providence. Because they never said, and he was calling us animals. They couldn't hear him. He was like, you know, 15 feet away. He wasn't broadcasting it. He was like, my God, these people are like animals. This is going to go on all night. You have a Hispanic family, black family. They're always fighting back and forth. That's his observation. They couldn't hear. The only one that could hear it were the police he was talking to. And then he said, you know, I went to grab that one. I don't know. She's saying I'm not a boy. I don't know. It's like a she-male. I mean, so that they were, they never, you know why they didn't say anything? Because they didn't hear him. So now you put the guy in administrative leave because of a hot mic incident how many times, folks, there were blooper reels where on television, live television, somebody thinks that they're off camera or they went to the commercial and it's still on them. And they say, you know, what the blank was that all about? Are they joking back and forth? So but that cost the guy his job. That's what you forced out on. That, that is not how body cam footage is supposed to be used. Not to me. They should have said, here's what led up to that. There's no reason they could have beeped that out. The people there didn't hear it. See, that's the problem. These idiots, these troublemakers, the Black Lives Matter, the uh, Antifa, the defund the police activists, the agenda driven media that are activists, that are anti-police. To them, that's worse than anything that was going on in the street. And that's what was so embarrassing to me to be at that press briefing. The fact to them, the activist media, to them, the fact that one family, police have been called 42 times. They, threat, they beat up the mother at the one house. They threatened to shoot up the other house. They wanted their child to fight the seven-year-old child of another child. They're throwing bottles. They can go up to the police and say blank the police. With the activist media, and there's a small crew of them in Rhode Island, but I hate to tell you folks that they're expanding. In their mind- a police officer standing there saying, My God, these people are acting like animals. That's worse than anything those people are doing. That that is, I completely, fundamentally disagree with that. And now all of a sudden they're so sensitive on the language. If you see some of the body cam footage that I have on the website, to the mother Taffy or Daffy, whatever her name is, she's saying, What well, my son, that mother there's a five-year-old child standing right there. They're dropping everything. I mean, disgraceful language, nothing withheld, but they don't focus on that because that's not their agenda. Their agenda is to make the police look bad. Their agenda is to go after the police. By the way, the activist media, they won't report on the Amber Alert. The activist media, the crew of them that was standing there, oh, you poor people, oh, you poor people, those poor police, a terrible police. Police, they wouldn't report on four police officers that what that is like an award winning photo of the police officer holding the little child and I'm glad Tyler Dumont of NBC Ten and I like him he's doing he does a good job he he um he was on the scene he did a piece with the officer who wasn't even on duty yet and came across but the activist media See, they don't want to show a picture like that. They won't. You know, last, um, last year when I did a story on a certain activist that was arrested in a violent fight with police, I saw one of the activist media. I said, how come you report on it? And he said, oh, because you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. No, because they won't. Folks, look at that beautiful, that's an award-winning photo of the officer, white officer, holding that beautiful little seven-month-old child. That was left alone in a running car. By a nitwit father. Disgraceful. We are not getting off our support for the police. I don't care. And I know. I mean they're relentless. They defund the police people. They're permeating everywhere. We are not. We don't back down. No. And this is going to be a violent summer. And they they don't like to. The activists... Uh, Black Lives Matter, they won't acknowledge a gang problem. All right, Black Lives Matter, a 20-year-old kid was shot last night in Providence. Where's the protest? Where's the protest to go against the people in the, where's the protest? Oh, no, no. 20-year-old shot and killed. Another guy shot and run over. But they have a huge demonstration because a bunch of criminals and degenerates Uh, Somebody caught some pepper spray for fighting with their neighbors and police. Pathetic. They're so pathetic. And I'll also say this. Listen, this is not even race. A lot of the activist media, some of the progressive office holders, they're zeros. They're losers. They don't live in reality. They're socialists. I I, I despise them. I loathe them. They don't know what they're talking about. They're so transparent. We are not caving i don't care if i am the last member of the media to back the blue we are not jump we are on the right side this will come back there's no way those people if you saw the video last night those people across the street they're playing music they invited me into their party they were dancing why do they have to you think they're totally peaceful why do they have to put up with the crime but you know black lives matter won't acknowledge them they welcome the police. They have no problem with the police. They were very, very nice people. They invited Von, Juan back. I may do a Juan after dark there at the party. Nice music, have a nice setup. So they don't, they don't have a problem with the police. They follow the law. They, they wish they didn't have that kind of violence in the neighborhood. But they won't acknowledge them. No, 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 no. Let's send a social worker in there. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to you by Jack Calvino. Now, listen, right now, it is 1258. It's Monday afternoon. Now, remember, we go until 2 o'clock. Next hour is the power hour, radio only. But I, if you were in an auto accident right now on this Monday, or a motorcycle accident, or slipping. slip for a workplace injury you need a fighter i want you to take down this phone number free consultation as i like to say fight back call jack 401-785-9400 401-785-9400 or online fightbackcalljack.com. you are entitled to be compensated for your injuries call jack calvino 50 years personal experience his firm over 100 years, total combined for staff, fight back, call Jack. Free consultation, 401-785-9400. If you're listing right now on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or maybe you're listening online at the website, com. If you or a family member, friend, were in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, call for a free consultation Jack Calvino, 401 785 9400, 401 785 9400, or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Folks, it's 1259. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePetro Show. Next hour. We're going to get into more of the Vice President Kamala Harris, way into fire, more on the Providence police, more on what's going on in Rhode Island, and a lot more on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. You can also listen at the website, dipetro.com. Stay tuned for the Power Hour coming up after the news.